Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. This is Kelly Fox, and I am here to welcome you to the show tonight. We're excited. We are speaking on Step 12, which is love. And tonight we are talking about no judgment, and that means not judging ourselves so harshly. I know that I can be one to do that, and so anytime we can practice, Letting go of those judgments on ourselves, it is wise and valuable. So let's get going. And as our first item on the uh, on what we're going to do, sorry, words kind of left me there, is to welcome my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayer. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing well. Thank you. Glad to be here with you, my dear. I am glad to that you are here with me as well. I had a wonderful weekend full of love, uh, spending time with my husband's side of the family, which we don't get to see very often. So I am all loved up for this episode and excited to uh, talk about not judging ourselves and how we can use loving ourselves more in that process. So Terry, why don't you start us off with what your thoughts are around this topic, subject of no judgment? Well, I think that no judgment goes along with not beating ourselves up or not having expectations of ourselves. As we've gone through these 12 steps, we've often talked about expectations and how they can lead us to judging ourselves or even beating ourselves up for not reaching those expectations. So I think once we can love ourselves unconditionally, which means no judgment, then we can actually begin to build a relationship with ourselves that's loving. And the more we can love ourselves and recognize our value and our divinity, the more we can then love others. So, Everything in fearless living starts with ourselves. So when we talk about love, loving ourselves without judgment and just being in a state of love. And we talk a lot about um, seeing others innocent and, and loving, loving our neighbor and reaching out to take space as, as love. I mean, I think love can be a state of being. But in order to get to that state, Loving ourselves is the beginning and having no judgment. So as a recovering perfectionist, I always had very high expectations of myself, which led to judgment. And so being able to release that and learn to love myself was a huge step for me in my transformation. So it's uh, it's our last step in the 12 steps. And I think all of the steps lead up to that that point where we can truly love ourselves and then in turn fill our own cup. Uh, And that cup can then overflow to where we can love others with authenticity. So that's what I have in my mind at the moment. Yes. Well, thank you. 
Yes, I think that this topic is going to be um, really important and um, valuable to our listeners. Um, I think that we can definitely judge ourselves harshly, and um, that leads to beating ourselves up and and other things, you know, less uh, proactive behaviors um, or self-destructive behaviors, as we might call them. And I think that our guest coach has a really unique um, approach to this, uh, possibly, uh, and I'd love to introduce her now. Uh, please welcome Julie Olstrup. Oh, thanks, Kelly. Welcome. Good to be here. Hi, Terry. I'm so happy Hi. to be here this evening. Yeah. You're happy well, to have I do, you. And thank you. Thank you. I actually had a really interesting experience today. Um, I had a portrait session with a woman who had been through breast cancer treatment and she finished up right about February. And as a, as a portrait photographer, you know, spot on what we're talking about today. So many of us judge ourselves about this thing about the way we look that we don't like, or we're to this or not enough this. Anyway, I was photographing this very young, I think she's a very young woman today. Um, After she saw her portrait, she was actually crying. She had tears. And I think sometimes we don't see ourselves the way that others see us, the way that people who love us see us. And I think that can be a form of judgment in not seeing the beauty and the strength and the power and the vulnerability and all of those beautiful things that we are. We just, we, we kind of take it for granted and don't see it. And I, I see that as a, mm-hmm. a form of judgment. And when that can be taken away, you know, exactly what you were saying before, Terry, it just opens up so much for us to love ourselves and then to love others. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that we can all probably think of someone who saw us in a different light than we saw ourselves. And when they shared that with us, thought, well, they don't really know me or they, they don't see me, you know, when this is going on or they don't, um, they don't know the real, you know, behind the mask or whatever. And, you know, Rhonda challenges us to to let go of those thoughts and really think about the compliments that we're given or, um, you know, just the opinion that other people have of us and see that as the truth. And if that was true, um, what that would mean for us. And I think that we can definitely have a um, critical eye on themselves and and if we can look at the way that others see us then we might be able to possibly let go of some of that criticalness have a little bit more compassion with ourselves and take steps towards seeing ourselves more the way that others see us 
Absolutely, I agree. Yeah. Um, what my number one tool for uh, not beating myself up is acknowledgement. And we've talked about acknowledgements a lot on the show. But if you are new to Fearless Generation, uh, I will share with you what acknowledgements are. So I want you to think of all the things that you chose to do today. And um, especially if they were outside of your comfort zone. But if it was a conscious decision to get out of bed today, especially since it's a holiday, right? No one, you know, a lot of people were off today. There's no school today. So, um, you know, maybe you had some, some projects you wanted to get done around the house, but when it came to be time to wake up, you didn't really want to get up, um, but you chose to stay committed to yourself and completing those projects, and so you got up anyways. That is an acknowledgement. Uh, and then a risk from tiny to big are all acknowledgments. And when we write those down each day, and we practice writing at least five, um, but when you start, just one is good, okay? But uh, we want to get up to the, to the process of doing five a day. But writing them down is so important because there's something that happens between our brain and our hand that really um, opens up that, that memory process that, you know, that we did this thing and we claimed it and we owned it and we wrote it down. And so it just kind of gives more weight to the acknowledgement. And then also, if we're having a bad day, we can always go back and look at those past acknowledgements and say, look, I did this and I did this and I did this and I remember when I did this and how, you know, how I was so scared, but I did it anyways. And, and that can build us up as well. And acknowledgements start off with today I'm willing to acknowledge myself for, and then you write what you acknowledge, you're acknowledging yourself for. And, the more specific you are, um, the more detailed you are, uh, the better. Because then when you go back and look at it, you'll be taken right back to that moment when you made that choice. And so that's really uh, powerful for me. It's a step that I do mostly every day. Uh, sometimes when my routine is all uh, screwy, I don't get to it. But... Um, it's something that I do to support myself because I'm someone who can easily diminish the things that I do. And so by forcing myself to own this as an acknowledgement forces me to not diminish it. And so I, it builds my confidence. It helps me to not beat up my, beat myself up at the end of the day going, Oh my gosh, I did nothing today. Um, when in all actuality, I did a ton of things, right? And uh, it really supports me in being more compassionate to myself and seeing my accomplishments, my baby steps forward, my growth, my maturity, whatever those things are that you're, that you're looking for that you don't always see, you'll start to see them when you write these. Awesome. One of the other things that I do, Kelly, is uh-huh. sometimes 
much. You know, I think that maybe it's our culture. Maybe we're just, you know, kind of trained to do that. If somebody gives us appreciation or gratitude for something and, you know, sometimes we're like, oh, that wasn't a big deal or, you know, Mm -hmm. like that, we kind of diminish it. And what I've started to do, and sometimes it, sometimes it's appropriate to do it exactly like this. And sometimes I just do it in my own head, in my heart. But I, for example, if I would say, you know, Kelly and Terry, thank you so much for having me on the show. You guys are just wonderful hosts and I love the changes that you're making in the world. And I actually take my hands out like I'm reaching out for a hug and put them up Mm -hmm. to my heart and say, thank you, I am that, or thank you, I am doing that. And it, it just, it pulls that energy in of, you know, accepting that acknowledgement and gratitude from somebody else. And sometimes I'll just, I'll do it in my mind because Mm -hmm. it might not seem super appropriate if you're at the grocery (laughs) store and someone hands you a jar of pickles or something, but you know, (laughs) Yeah, I think accepting, love accepting and compliments. Yeah, accepting compliments is is a is a kind of self love, and just saying in your I know that to be true. You know, it's and the more you say that to yourself, the more authentically you can accept compliments. It's it's kind of a learned skill in our society to accept compliments and to believe them to be true. And mm-hmm. then likewise, when we give compliments, to give them from our heart. Um, and and to really have that that energy of of uh, inclusion and and love for the other person, but I think one of the things we 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 know when we beat our we, if we're not, it's kind of a clue that we're beating ourselves up and we're not loving ourselves when we deflect compliments, that we can't accept them, and so accepting them just like you're saying is so so important. Uh, for not judging ourselves or the other person that we, we just accept that to be true. And I think that's, that's really um, a great tool to, to, to really raise your love of yourself to a higher level where you can accept it from others as well and believe it to be true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Thank you for sharing that, Julie. Carrie, is there a tool that, Yes. <laughs> is there a tool that you would like to share with the listeners tonight about how they can have less judgment in their lives? Sure. I Well, I would have said acknowledgments as well, but I also practiced, um, practiced compassion for myself. And I just have this little thing I'll say is I, you know, do what I can when I can the best I can and not have an expectation that I'm going to do it to a certain level. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do what I can when I can, and I'm going to do it the best I can at that moment in that environment and uh, whatever physical, whatever I'm feeling. And, and that helps me to have compassion for myself because I know that I'm, I'm in this place right now. It's where I am and I'm going to do what I can and I'll do it when I can, and I'll do it the best I can at this moment. And that's kind of an anecdote to my perfectionism because that's a part of my personality that um, 
doesn't serve me. And so I, I'm always thinking compassion for myself first and then compassion for others, but really truly having compassion for myself and giving myself that, that opportunity to do the best I can. So sometimes getting it done is more important than getting it done perfectly in my mind. Uh, you know, doing it the best I can at this moment may not have in the past reached the level I had thought um, was expected of mostly my own expectations. And that's allowed me to, to do more uh, with joy and to do it with a sense of, of accomplishment and getting it done and feeling good about myself by just allowing myself to do it the best I can. And that might be different one day to another day, but it's the best I can do right now. And I'm going, I'm committed to doing the best I can. And that, that's helped me a lot to not judge myself. And it's just mm-hmm. a simple little thing. And I'll, I'll say it to myself out loud, you know, I'll say, well, I'm doing what I can when I can the best I can. And then I just, you know, move forward without the judgment and without the expectation uh, of it being perfect. And so that, that helps me a lot. That's a tool that I use frequently uh, to, to elicit compassion. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, so as we talk about these different skills, I am, I'm thinking about, do either of you have a story of how these uh, tools affected n- not just yourself, but a client that you shared them with um, and and how it affected their uh, their process. Okay, I'll let I, you I have an example. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. I have an example. I I taught this in a class uh, of women. There were maybe 20 women there, and they they each practiced giving the other a compliment and then accepting it. There were women in tears that were so moved by what somebody who they probably barely knew had said to them, and I think it really has an impact. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that it did because they were moved to mm-hmm. tears, and I, I think that that's really powerful to, to acknowledge and accept Absolutely. that from others. Yeah, yeah that is. That's a, there's an exercise we do in one of our our workshops where we we pair pair people that don't really know each other very well because usually in our in our live workshops, which we haven't had for a while. In our live workshops, uh, you know, we have uh, people that that may be familiar with each other and people that aren't, but we ask them to choose a partner that they're not familiar with. And we ask them to just in silence to look in each other's eyes and then tell the other person what they see. And that's the the same kind of thing that you're talking about. They don't, you know, they look at each other. And then they say what they see, and they always see the most beautiful things in someone's eyes. You know, they say that's a window to your soul. And uh, so this is a complete stranger or someone you've just met, 
looking in your eyes and then telling you what they see. And uh, that's a very moving experience as well. And I've participated in that exercise myself a number of times, and I'm always amazed at how spot on what they see is, which just uh, encourages me to know that, you know, we we can see the really beautiful parts of one another when we take the time to do it. And we see the humanity and the, uh, you know, the uniqueness of each individual that we come in contact with that we, we don't take that time to really look at, look into their eyes and look at them and look for those qualities that they have that are special to them. And it's always amazing to me when we do that, what people say to me. And then I, in turn, the person is to say, thank you. I believe that to be true. And then, and it's like, uh, sort of like the same thing you're saying, and it's so moving, and and people do they just become very emotional because they they've been seen, and uh, and 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 they believe it because somebody that doesn't know them saw it, you know, and it's really a very mm-hmm. touching exercise, very touching. Yes, it can be very powerful. I know it always affected me in. Um, in a positive, powerful way, uh, because I feel like at least, you know, especially before, um, you know, all of this, uh, at the beginning of my process with fearless living felt like if people really saw me, they wouldn't want to know me. And these people didn't know me and really saw me and had all of these really nice things to say. So it was the beginning of that process of believing that others see me better than myself, like we talked about earlier. So it's definitely um, it's definitely a powerful exercise. So I love that you um, you shared that with these with these women, Julie, and that you gave them the opportunity to to accept it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and I think that's another thing that happens for me with my clients, my portrait clients, to be seen in a photograph and then for them to, you know, have it reflected back and they see themselves in a way that they maybe forgot, you know, the uh-huh. the compassion, the beauty, the fearlessness, the powerfulness, all of those things that they are, which can also move them to tears. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is cool. The Very way you cool talk work. about that, I want you to take my picture. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have to make that happen. Yeah. I think that must well, be very gratifying work to be able to capture uh, for posterity someone's, you know, inner beauty like that. I think um, you must be a really gifted photographer because I, I know people can't, photographers that are really gifted can do that. They can capture the essence of a person and um, it just it's just so empowering to someone to be able to look at that and have that uh, for themselves to remind them of their unique yeah. beauty and their unique gifts to the to the rest of the world. So 
must be a very, very gratifying thing to do. Oh my gosh, it is. It is. And t- when I hear the the things that have happened, the transformation that has happened as a result, it is super powerful and gratifying for me. You mm-hmm. you hit mm-hmm. the nail on the head, Terry. Yep. Yeah. 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 yeah Go ahead, Terry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I kind of forgot what I was going to say. Um, oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't take long for me to forget. Say it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just going to say, uh, Julie, if one of our listeners wanted to find out more about you, where would be the best place for them to go? My website is my name, julieulstrup.com, and it's J U L I E U L S. T-R-U-P dot com. I'm also on Facebook as Julie Elstrup Photography and Wonder of Women, WW. And that stands for Worldwide. So Wonder of Women, WW on Facebook. So those are the best places to find me. Yes, thank you. Good, because we definitely want to give... uh, people the opportunity to know about know more about you and uh, the things that you do. and um, and where are you located again? I'm located in Colorado and I have done portrait sessions last month, not this month because we're right at the beginning of the month. But last month I did a portrait session in California and a portrait session in Chicago. So. Wow. I travel <laughs> quite a bit, but my studio is in Colorado, and I, I've had people here from all over the country, actually from a lot of different places around the world, too, so it's pretty spectacular. Yeah, impressive. Mm. We love it. All right, we have just a few minutes left. I would like to give this opportunity to uh, Julie to share with us if there was one thing that you would want our listeners to get from this call tonight, what would it be? Well, I think it would be if there's some, if there's a way that you want to change the way you see yourself, it's exactly what you were saying, Kelly, you know, acknowledgement, acknowledge what you've done, acknowledge a gratitude that you hear from somebody and really take it to heart and own it because there's so many things about each of us that is beautiful and worth celebrating and honoring each and every Mm -hmm. day. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Terry, anything real quick that you'd like (laughs) to say? Just remember to have compassion for yourself love yourself without having compassion and love for yourself. You really can't authentically give love or compassion to others. And I think most as women, we really are heart. We have hearts of service. And in order to really serve others, we have to love ourselves first. So love yourself without judgment, recognize your divine value and fill your cup. Thank you. Yeah. 
Thank you, ladies. We uh, appreciate, Julie, you again being on the show. And I think this is your third visit with us. So we really appreciate mm-hmm. all the help that you have given to Fearless Generations and um, all that you have shared. Yes. Thank you. It has been an honor. I've really enjoyed it. Thanks, Terry and Kelly. Thank you. You are so welcome. Thank you. And we would also like to say that the 12th of Freedom are created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. And so we give big props to her um, with the information that we are sharing with you. We love Fearless Living. And if you would like to know more about Fearless Living, please go to fearlessliving.org and you can learn more about everything that they have going on there, the classes and workshops that they provide, and all of that good, good stuff. There's actually a really great workshop coming up at the end of September, so go check that out. Also, Terry and I are doing workshops of our own, uh, so please go check those out. The three-step series that we are currently doing is to the Change Your Life workshop. And we have a one-hour webinar on Wednesday at 5.30 Pacific time. We'd love for you to check that out as well. You can find links to all of this on uh, fearlessgenerations.org or on the Facebook page. So we ask that you go check it out because we know that it's a really great um, three-step process. And the webinar is about acknowledgement. So go check it out for more about acknowledgments and how you can use those in your daily life. And until and next time, yes, it's free, free webinar. Yeah. Um, and until next time, everyone, be fearless. Be fearless. Good night. Good night, Julie. Good night. Thanks.